Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with internet access. I feel like you should knock on wood. That feels like the exact time that we're going to drop. (laughs) I am Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing a part. Support your local, support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. They call her the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Who is they? You know, them. Oh, oh, them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm familiar. And you don't want to make them angry. I do not. Mm -mm. They're dangerous. They are. But also, like, lovely. Correct. Hi, them. It's called balance. Today's Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. Ah, 4-11. You know Uh, what they say. 226 days until Thanksgiving. (laughs) Happy birthday to former Ranger great Mark Teixeira, episode 1570. 70. On today's show, folks, we are going to have Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Where we are going to take a look inside the recruiting numbers for the class of 2023 and discuss which team in the state of Texas keeps it most local. How All right. That? We'll talk Yeehaw. about that. And then back half the show, we're going to be joined by one of the hosts of squaring around, which is our new text. I don't think the podcast is new, but it's no. the new member of the Republic of Football Podcast Network family. Mm-hmm. We like to think of ourselves as a family. Uh, they talk Texas State. Jacob Rodriguez is going to join us. We're going to talk a little Bobcats football here on an April afternoon because that's just how we like to party, baby. That's a, of- a that's a fantastic podcast name too because I'm assuming. We can, I guess we can get confirmation from Jacob that Square would be, like, they have an unbelievable square down there in San Marcos. I would think that that's where it came from. See, squaring around for me, I'm immediately thinking, like, bunting. You square around a bunt. Okay. Yeah, we'll I, would think, I would think it would be the San Marcos square, but I what, could be wrong. Well, let's ask him. Okay. We'll ask Jacob Rodriguez of squaring around on the Republic of Football Podcast Network. Put your wagers in now. Where that, where <laughs> that is coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, Pickle... It is, in fact, let me check my, my watch here. Yeah, it's Tuesday. 
Let's go. And you know what happens on Tuesdays here on the show? Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday here on Texas Football Today, where we like to dive inside the numbers a little bit and talk, uh, see if we can find something out about football through the magic of numbers and through the magic of mathematics. Some people call it mathematic. They don't call it that. I'm sorry. Can we we start the show over? Yeah, we got to scrap this one. We are talking about Cruton. And I know Greg Powers is not here, so I'm out of my depth already. Correct. But you do like to do math. I do like to do math. So it's okay. And in the magazine, in the 2022-2023, all the magazines actually, uh, summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, one of the pieces that I'm responsible for Mm -hmm. is our Recruiting Between the Numbers piece, wherein we take the entire recruiting class that just signed the entire FBS signing class, mm-hmm. and we break it down in a lot of different ways. Which high schools produce the most talent? Um, which, which states? Which states produce the most talent? Um, what positions are coming from what states? Things mm-hmm. like that. We try to break it down a lot of different ways. It's very graphical. It's fun. Yeah. I like it. I, it is my favorite. I, I can honestly think I can say that it's my favorite thing to read in the magazine every single year. It's like fun. I look forward to editing it. It's interesting. And so I've been I've been crunching the numbers uh, thanks to our. Uh, helpful intern Cullen, yes, who helped me uh, assemble the database of every 2023 signee at Shout the FBS level. Uh, now, one thing to keep in mind, well, just a quick caveat on all of this. There are three FBS programs that are not in this database. Okay. Do you know which ones they are? One of them's... Oh, wait. No. Well, one of them would be Sam Houston, right? Sam no. Houston is in it because they the, their class of 2023, we consider it to be an FBS signing class because it is they are they're signing it for the purpose of playing at the FBS. Got that's it. how we that's how we view it. Commerce? <laughs> no, commerce it's one? not commerce. Uh, there are three programs that are not three FBS programs that are not in this database. Can I give you a hint? Mhm. Troops. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant in the state of Texas, like people being no, moved up. No, I mean in the... In the Army, in the, Navy, Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> and the reason is that their uh, their Sorry, I get players, what you're saying yeah, now. <laughs> their football players do not sign letters of intent. Correct. They I did not know sign this. letters of intent They because they have a greater purpose. Uh, they, they do other things than <laughs> just play football. And so they do not pl- sign letters of intent. So I believe it's 129 F, or maybe 130... FBS programs out of the 133, I think it is. We put together a database of every recruit. Every recruit. And all told, if you're interested, I can give you a number. Yeah, well, I am interested. Oh, of how many how many recruits there were. There were a grand total of 2,495 FBS signees in the wow. class of 2023. Uh, of those, 2,246 are high school players. Okay. They're high school players. The others are JUCO transfers. Th- this does not count... Uh, uh, transfers. So this does not count uh, if you've already signed a letter of intent and then you go... And this is literal, technically pen to paper signings. It, it is, yeah, exactly. It's high school and JUCO. We're going to focus on the high school side here. And we're going to talk a little bit about shopping local. A little bit about shopping local because we hear this a lot from pretty much every coach who gets hired. They say, we want to recruit the players in our home state. And that is for... Play the head coach at Illinois. That's for mm-hmm. the head coach at Georgia Tech. That's for the head coach at New Mexico State. 
All of them. Florida, California. Florida, Florida, they all want to recruit local. They all say that. But it's especially prevalent here in the state of Texas. And so what we did is I looked at which, at who signed the most from within what percentage of their their 2023 sign class came from within their own state. Now, I will tell you that if you take a look at the top 11 programs as far as recruiting locally, Mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight of them, eight of them are in the state of Texas. Okay. Eight of them. Uh, so I would think somewhere. Eight programs recruited 80% or more of their 2023 signing class from within the state of Texas. Okay. We'll get to that in a moment. Mm-hmm. The three that didn't, that came in fourth place, 11 of their 12 signees came from California, Fresno State. Mm-hmm. 13 of the 15 signees from FIU came from Florida. Wow. And nine of the That's... 11 high school signees from San Jose State came from California. FIU is actually shocking there because, I mean, realistic, it's Florida International University. They take a lot of people that are not homegrown. That's actually surprising. They they have done, I think their their coaching staff has, has redoubled their efforts to recruit locally. Right. And it also makes sense, right? California, Florida, those are talent-rich parts of the state. Mm-hmm. For example, there were eight programs that did not sign a single player from their home state. That makes sense. Okay? Boise State did not sign an Idaho player. That's because Idaho did not put out an FBS recruit this year. UMass did not sign an FBS player. Middle Tennessee State did not sign a Tennessee player. Oh, I guess that's a little bit more surprising. New Mexico State did not sign a New Mexico player. Also kind of surprising. Oregon State did not sign an Oregon player. Hmm. And Wake, Wake Forest did not sign a North Carolina player. And Wyoming did not sign a... Wyoming player. Now, there were also no Wyoming players that signed in the class 2023. Mm-hmm. Also of note, only one of Oregon's 28 signees were from Oregon. Oregon's been dipping down into Texas more than anything. And only one of Notre Dame's 23 signees came from Indiana. Yeah. So those are teams that are going outside of their home state. But let's take a look at how local... Texas colleges shopped in 2023. You will notice two that scored a perfect score. Mm-hmm. Sam Houston, the newest FBS program in the state of Texas, 14 of 14. Every one of their players came from the state of Texas. Every one of their high school signees. And Texas State, seven of their seven. Their hashtag is Take Back Texas. They have redoubled their efforts. They have made a huge. They've made huge strides in that regard. Now, is that just under under GJ Kinney? Like, so it's the class of twenty twenty three. So part I'm of sure that, might that be Jake Spavital. Now, I believe last year mm-hmm. they also clocked in at one hundred percent, but they only signed two. Correct. Right. So that's the thing is that they have signed seven, and seven of all seven of them were from high school. It's cool. From, okay. from, from Texas. Okay. Yeah. Next on that list, UTSA. Jeff Trailer continues his run of shopping within the state of Texas. Ninety-two point three percent of his of his uh, that's third in the nation came from their home state of Texas. Next up, maybe a surprise, North Texas. Call ten of their eleven high school signees came from the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Next up. Speaking of former high school coaches, Texas Tech, 84%, 21 of their 25 signees came from the state of Texas. And then you've got TCU, 18 of their 28 came from Texas, that's uh, 81.8%. SMU comes in next, 81.3, and Baylor. Baylor also recruited 80% of their signees from the state of Texas. That leaves 
five programs that had less than 80%. Now, 80% is still a ton. Right? Oh, That's yeah. That's still a ton. But then you dip down to rice. Rice had 14 of their 20 signing, which actually is a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, especially with the uh, parameters that you have exactly. to it, pass to be able to even get in, like literally pass to be able to get in. <laughs> that is a little bit surprising. I'm sorry, I, I skipped over them, but ahead of them is A&M. 73.7% mm-hmm. of their signees came from the state of Texas, 14 of their 19. Next up, Houston, 68.8%. Uh, 11 of their 16 high school signees came from, came from the state of Texas. Second to last in, in the state of Texas was UTEP. Eight of their 13 high school signees came from the state of Texas. I, part of me thinks that that is, I don't want to give them a pass, but mm-hmm. because of where, that is pretty typical for them, mm-hmm. because of where they are geographically, they do recruit a lot in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. They recruit a lot in Colorado. They recruit a lot in Arizona. Which makes sense. It's an easier drive for parents to come down and watch their kids Cal- play from yeah. there than it is to go to yeah. DFW to California, that kind of stuff. So that's not necessarily surprising to be them. Mm-hmm. What I did find to be surprising is the number one recruiting class in the state was also the one that had the fewest high school signees. Texas. The Longhorns only brought in 15 of their 25, only 15 of their 25 mm-hmm. players from the state of Texas. Only 60% did Steve Sarkeesian uh, shop local, so to speak. Um, I think this is, a, this is pretty interesting. Now look, to be clear, 60% is still a lot. Yeah. 60% is still a lot. When you're talking about the average, if you're interested, the average is 35.6. The national average, the average F. FBS program recruits a little more than 35% of their high school players from their from their home state. So you would expect a state that puts out, spoiler alert, more high school signees than any other state. Mm-hmm. You would expect them to have a higher, be up, be on and on the higher, higher end of that. So um, there you have it. This is a, uh, this is just a glance at which teams are doing the most recruiting damage within the state of Texas. Uh, and Sam Houston, Texas State leading the way, but, uh, North, but, uh, UTSA, North Texas, Texas Tech, not too far behind them, followed by TCU, SMU, and Baylor. Yeah, it's also like, it's one of those things that's really interesting to see from a team like TCU who just made it to a national uh-huh. championship game. The name brands of Texas and Texas A&M and even Baylor, the fact that everyone in the nation knows the names of those schools. Mm-hmm. No offense to Sam Houston. Obviously, they're taking a huge step up. I don't think everyone in the nation knows that Sam Houston State University exists, but yep. everyone knows that TCU, Texas, and Texas A&M, and the fact that they're na- like nationally known, a household name, and they still recognize the amount of players that we have here to get those astounding numbers of 81.8% or mm-hmm. 73.7%, that, that alone says a whole lot. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there you have it. Teams shopping local. Uh, every team recruited at least sixty percent of their their high school or their high school signees from the state of Texas. Some of them did a little bit more local shopping than others. Mm-hmm. I find that to be particularly interesting. Anyway, that's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Now, a word from our friends at VCR Now. 
born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful, long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. We are always expanding here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and our, our latest venture has been the Republic of Football Podcast Network, with podcasts scattered hither, scattered yon, across the state of Texas. And we have recently added to the Dave Campbell's Texas Football family uh, a Texas State podcast. And here to talk a little bit about Texas State is the co-host of Square and Around, the Texas State podcast on the Republican Football Podcast Network. We're pleased to be joined by Jacob Rodriguez. Jacob, how are you? What's up, guys? Thanks for that intro. That was awesome. Well, listen. A star is born in San Marcos. How about that? Yeah, well, we are pleased to have you on. We're pleased to, to welcome you into the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew, and, and we're excited to talk about Texas State. You know, uh, there's been a ton of buzz, I think, around the Bobcats this offseason, most notably because of the, the hiring of, of G.J. Kinney to take over there with the Bobcats. I'm interested, you know, you're really tuned in. There's, there's few people as, as clued in on, on Texas State football as you are, uh, what what has been the overall reaction of the fan base uh, now a couple of months into G.J. Uh, uh, Kinney's tenure? I'll tell you how plugged in we are. I was scrolling through our feed. You know, we have UT tonight for baseball, so we're, everybody's super stoked throwing horns down. So that's a whole different story. Uh, the algorithm thinks I'm a coach or something, so I keep getting ads for all these athletic equipment. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Uh, but Take Back Texas has been another world, basically. I, I think I speak for everybody. As an alum that's a, a former player that's a, a bobcat in general, is like, whoa, what is this? What is, it's like a, a meteor exploded in San Marcos. It's all this football goodness that is really just like an everyday thing. There's something to talk about. Um, so... You know, let's talk a little bit about about the the, the past because Jake Spavital, uh, you know, is is fired after his tenure there at at uh, with the Bobcats. It didn't go as well as they had hoped. He he bet big on uh, on on transfers. He bet big on the on, on the transfer portal, uh, and in the end, it ended up. You know, I don't want to say it, that directly cost him his job, but he's out of a job now. Um, for GJ Kinney, uh, now he appears to be focusing more on kind of the recruiting world and in, in, in the high school ranks um, among t- how do you view that kind of shift going right now and I'm interested in in, in what kind of differences you can tell uh, between the, the the recruiting messages of Jake Spavital versus GJ Kinney yeah for sure uh, 
actually on the Republic of Football, we just did a whole episode on all this stuff. So that's great. You can watch it now streaming on all platforms. But I think um, the biggest difference, and it's not like they just have high school football players. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of guys in the transfer portal uh, that we've gotten to, to flip back to Texas State with that take back to Texas, you know, whole thing. Um, just getting these guys that have Texas roots, that have, you know, um, you know, they played Texas high school football. They know kind of what it's all about really all the guys that you guys would mm-hmm. would want to cover uh because that's that's all what you guys are about too so um yeah i mean it, it's crazy because it's i guess it's not like a super huge like out of this world idea to bring back texas born texas raised product but um I, he's the one that did it you know and he's getting a bunch of what feels like new institutional support uh, around him you know we just hired what what he's calling himself is the old oldest graduate assistant in the country david bailiff uh, former coach he was there with us when we won a bunch of stuff so it, it feels weird it feels oddly nostalgic i want to say uh talking with jacob rodriguez the co-host of square and around here on texas football today get involved in the conversation hashtag tia today all right one of the guys that i know has people buzzing uh is is malik hornsby uh he's a perfect kind of embodiment of what you were just talking about a texas high school football product uh that is now transferring back to the state of texas after a stint there uh, at arkansas um the, I think it's fair to say that the quarterback situation at uh, at Texas State has been an adventure the past couple of years. Uh, is there hope among the Bobcat faithful that Malik Hornsby could be the answer uh, there under center for the Bobcats? Yes, and I'm here to, to put the rumors at rest. I, I know the coaching <laughs> staff won't say this. That is our quarterback. Yeah. That's, that's our guy. Uh, I, I think, I mean, he's a four-star coming in. Come on, do the math, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, my freshman year, 2016 at Texas State, we had – two or three guys on the roster named Tyler Jones and they were all quarterbacks. And I was like, what is this a factory? This is, this is an insane coincidence going on. Uh, and they were all the same level of player, you know, uh, obviously that's two coaching administrations away from this all now. And we see this guy's highlights. We see this guy's tape on huddle. Uh, we see everybody's, I guess, what do you, would you call that chagrin in Nebraska kind of jealousy, you know, leaning towards uh, Texas state, just grabbing him up. Um, but DJ Kinney recruited him and said, you're going to be the guy, you're going to have an opportunity to play in this style of offense. You know, uh, he led the, the country in crazy numbers uh, at UIW last year uh, with that offense. And so he's hoping to do the same with Malik, uh, kind of a Lindsey Scott Jr. type player. Yeah. Yeah, Lindsey Scott Jr., of course, was such a star there at Incarnate Word. And, and there, there's there's ample reason to believe that they can continue that. Um I want to ask you a little bit about uh, the, the the fan base and just where they are right now. We know that there have been times when uh, when you know Texas State, whenever they've given their fans something to cheer about, they've come out in droves, they've come out in in, in big numbers, and and they've been 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 vocal and made San Marcos a tough place to visit. Um, are you of the opinion that if GJ Kinney can have some early success uh, next year? that suddenly the stadium's going to be rocking and that Texas State has an opportunity to really kind of reestablish themselves as, as, as a tough place to play? Oh, man. Well, I mean, people do forget Texas State won two D2 national mm-hmm. titles. I mean, that's that's a big deal. So there's been super big investment across the board way before my time as a Bobcat. And so now, right, getting this injection of what feels like, you know, like a, um, such a great atmosphere and uh, – I don't know, just tradition of winning, even though it's not really a tradition yet, but it feels like we're reestablishing all these connections with the Texas High School Coaching Association and uh, different, you know, top 
uh, you know, high schools across the country, South Oak Cliff. We were over there mm-hmm. all the time uh, this past recruiting cycle, which was like three weeks for these guys. Um, but yeah, it feels good to, to cheer for something that, and I, I do think that San Marcos is the best college town in the country. It's without question. There's a river running through campus. There's everything that you could want uh, in a place. Uh, you know, you, you can't get that really anywhere else. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about UTSA and their great football team. Uh, but right now they're kind of in like an arms race trying to, you know, build up all of their facilities. Texas State's got them. We just haven't been able to use them, you know? Uh, I don't want to put you necessarily on the spot, but you take a look at this 2023 schedule, and, and the Sun Belt is is uh, a bear. I would say probably you know the the right now I would say the most dangerous uh, group of five conference out there. Um, this is a a program that you know has not had more than four wins uh, since back in 2014 um, under Dennis Franchione. Um, uh, the schedule's tough, but there's obviously a lot of renewed energy there in, in San Marcos. For you, what would represent I don't you don't necessarily need to put a, a win total on it, although you certainly can. What would represent success for GJ Kinney and this Texas State program in year one? Well, I so many people are so high on coach, uh, Texas State as a whole. You know, we have a, a really involved president, Kelly Danfis. Uh, he's gone on the record and said thirteen and zero. Now, uh, my prediction for the season is not thirteen and zero. Uh, do I hater. think there are some games that are going to be very hard? <laughs> Absolutely. This is a Sun Belt. Sun Belt hashtag Fun Belt football is really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of uh, I don't know. I think what what would make everybody happy and immediately be like, wow. Texas State's training in the right direction is being bowl eligible. Uh, obviously, having a bowl win and uh, getting invited to a bowl would be amazing, too. Uh, finally, it's Jacob Rodriguez, co-host of, of Squaring Around on the Republic of Football Podcast Network. Uh, Jacob, we were having a debate before we came on, and uh, we need you to, to settle this. The podcast is called Squaring Around. It's an excellent podcast for Texas State fans and, te- and non-Texas State fans alike. Um what is the origin behind the, the, the name squaring around? Uh, it's kind of like screwing around, except it's with the square. You know, the square is Texas State's uh, bar Let's scene. Let's go! It's I was right. Right down the hill from campus. So, yeah, squaring around. I've been oh. out. I went to the square twice this year. It's fantastic. See, I knew it. Because and now part of it is that you and I were talking before before you came on. I know you're you're you know you're excited about the baseball team and stuff like that. I thought it was like squaring around a bunt. So now I'm just I'm just I'm just caught. I just, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, we had a lot of great time out there. We actually just had uh, Brian London, former Texas oh, yeah. State. Uh, you know, he's all time tackle leader, and uh, yeah, he he had a great time out the square with us one time. So we had a great time out there he's jacob rodriguez he's the co-host of squaring around which you can listen to on the republic of football podcast network jacob we sure appreciate your time uh thanks for your insights and look forward to hearing you on the next episode of squaring around appreciate it, y'all thanks again there he goes jacob rodriguez boom head coach, head coach. the uh the, the <laughs> former, former future, future head coach, head coach. <laughs> uh, uh the co-host of squaring around on the republic of football podcast network it is a good listen um if you are interested in really first of all obviously if you're a texas state fan you should listen to that mm-hmm. but i think if you're not even if you're just like a fan of football in the state of texas texas state is such an interesting like case study of they are in many ways like the quintessential texas group of five program in it because they're still relatively in their infancy i mean they only they only joined the fbs ranks in 2012 mm-hmm. right um they are still building. They're still trying to find that right piece. They are, in many respects, they have followed the path that most 
young FBS programs follow. Mm -hmm. UTSA is kind of the outlier. UTSA, which also started in 2012, th their success is, is kind of an outlier. Um, they're trying to find it, and I think that bringing a guy like G.J. Kinney, mm -hmm. a Texas guy who wants to, in many respects, follow the blueprint of Jeff Trailer, Joey McGuire, those types of guys who have recruited local, um, they're trying to do that. He obviously had a ton of success at Incarnate Word. Right. Um, it is going to be really interesting. I think... I don't know if I want to say this because I'm certainly interested in, in, in every program, but I will be paying very special attention mm -hmm. to Texas State this year. Well, and the other thing is, too, if you want to talk about, like, offense sells. Oh, we, yeah. We know that, and that's G.J. Kinney's backbone. That's exactly what he did at Incarnate Word to get so many people interested. Um, and I really liked what Jacob said about I never really thought about it that way. Obviously, them being in especially the same recruiting territory as UTSA and the rivalry aspect that goes on there. He is right when they do have the facilities built already. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've been down there around campus and have been to any of their facilities to watch a game, they're really nice. So if they start having some flashy success, yeah. there's no telling what could start like the any sort of tide shifting from there. I mean, this was a team. He's come. GJ Kinney's team led all of FCS last year with 51.5 points per game. And if you give Texas State fans something to an go cheer entertaining for? brand of football. Oh, yeah. They're going to roll out there. Because, I mean, you go out there, too. The tailgate scene is popping. All you have to do is play flashy football to mm -hmm. get them inside, and that's mm -hmm. going to be a really hostile place they're to gonna, play. They're going to they're gonna put up – I mean, their goal is to is to play an exciting brand of football. Mm -hmm. And he can deliver they've got that. the guy in G.J. Kane to do that. And maybe they got the guy Malik Hornsby to be that. You know, mm -hmm. you know, Jacob mentioned, he goes, you know, the coaches won't say it, but – but he is he's going to be their starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. I tend to agree. Yeah, if we watched high school football and said that's kind of one Lee of those Corns, guys he, that yeah. rules, he you for, know? He led Fort Marshall to a Paris State Championship games. Um, I, I think that's exactly right. And so I'm very, very intrigued to see exactly how this all shakes out there at Texas State. They're going to be one of the one of the teams I'm really closely following in the in the 2023 season. I think they're going to, they have an opportunity to be one of the most exciting teams in Texas. Uh, and so make sure you listen to Squaring Around, uh, the podcast on the Republic of Football Podcast Network. We appreciate Jacob Rodriguez. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, did you see that there is soccer news? Soccer news. Uh, the it's Concacaf. Is how you say it? Concacaf. Concacaf. They uh, they announced sites for their 2023 Gold Cup matches. Let me guess. Arlington's going to host. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm How cool is that? I've been to a Gold Cup match at AT&T Stadium. Was that okay? Uh, I went. In fact, I think I've been to two. Two. Was one of them in like 2015? Yeah, they've okay. been, they've been there. They've been they, they've made that a, a a mainstay. I want to say I went to like a semifinal, and it was like United States against El Salvador. A lot of my friends that I then met in college, since they were all a lot of them were from this area, they went to that in 2015. Well, and. I know that so AT&T is uh, is going to host some World Cup games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't. We don't know which ones yet. I don't no, think. No, I know they're. I know from uh, high-ranking sources mm -hmm. that they're gunning for like the final. Yeah, they're gunning for the final, or they're gunning for at least a semifinal. Yeah, and I'm sure every single stadium that got approved for them oh, is yeah. also gunning for oh, that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, but I, 
you know, they've got to make some adjustments, I think, to the field to mm-hmm. the to, to get it up to CONCACAF or not CONCACAF, but FIFA standards uh, for what they want. But it's a cool place. But they just put in for that huge renovation, mm-hmm. like the million dollars mm-hmm. of renovations or whatever. And I think yeah. it's for that. Yeah. Oh, no, they, they, they're they going. For Those it. renovation plans have already been released. I do know it's gonna that. Be, it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I, I might I might have to go. Anyway, roll on football. over and check out a little bit of football. Texas football today. That's what we are. Uh, QPR got a point today. They desperately needed it. They are they're in the danger zone. It's not going well. <laughs> That's exactly QPR. where they like to live. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Well, I don't like it. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Jacob Rodriguez, co-host of Square and Around. On Named the, after the San Marcos Square. Yeet. On the uh, on the Republic of Football Podcast Network. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers on Texas Football Today.